This is Kate Boyer speaking from New York City. The Attic, Keeper of the Gruesome, the Horrifying, and the Shocking. Here in the dark place, leering over a typical neighborhood street, is where the phantasma lives. The Attic is where you experience disturbing scenes shared by haunted minds and morbid souls. Fame. It's something most, if not all, artists desire. But not all possess the talent worthy of applause until the end of time, even though egos scream otherwise. Tonight, in this episode of Scenes from the Attic, we visit a small apartment in New York City and watch one such artist execute his plan to become famous. As night set, I slid into the water, releasing a wave speeding away from me into the opposite direction. Once comfortable, I reached out for the cold steel blade, balancing it in my right hand. I tore into my flesh before the water could cool, causing pain, but not enough to stop me. After the second cut, the instrument clattered to the floor, with its final act commencing within my play. I watched blood dribble down my arms in a steady stream mixing with liquid, turning itself pink. I had let emotions carry me away. The small vagabond group I surrounded myself with grew tired of my dramatics, no longer embracing me. Strangers whispered as I passed by, not caring how their voices carried beneath my screams. My creative giant became the only campmate who would stay and listen to my rants. My soul became my art, and my art shouted out to be seen, touched, loved, and to live on forever. Each night by candlelight, I punctured holes into my arms, filling glass tubes with blood containing iron oxide as the pigment, and iron ore that turned my images to rust. With care, a plan stumbled around my head. Time was not on my side. I was still young and handsome, with dark eyes piercing the world. This is when it should end. My blood would carry my physical body on the canvas, while my death would live on in tales for the rest of time. At night I would stand twisting in circles, glimpsing my work scattered around. In colorful binders, it slept untouched in charcoal. On my hard drive, it waited to be discovered. My thirst for its survival was more than my own. I awoke one morning knowing the day had arrived. A childlike excitement propelled me out of bed. By mid-afternoon, I watched the sun stalking me across the floor. With legs crossed, I sat amongst my art, looking and feeling as still as a Buddha statue, soaking in the last rays my body would ingest. A movement of wind causing a stirring of dust particles to twinkle in the swirling air. Like snowflakes, it fell onto my life's work and death devices before succumbing to invisibility. The end was sitting on my doorstep. 
I lined up plastic bottles of pills from doctors long forgotten. I gazed into a shiny blade framing my face, elongating my nose and eyes. I rubbed my hand across a fibrous rainbow-colored rope, leg curled like a rattlesnake around my feet. I kneeled before them all, begging one to call out my name. By dusk, the decision was made. I smiled with anticipation. Naked, I stood beside the stove as all the burners warmed, then boiled the water I had to physically dump into the tub, which sat in the middle of the room, just as I found it when I moved in. I reflected how the end of my life would be like the start of it, within blood, water, and the unknowing of what comes next. At last, the tub was filled. My fingers dipped into and caressed my deathbed. With this being my last show, the media could no longer ignore me. Before my eyes fluttered shut for their final time, I let them wander around my studio ready to be at peace, only to find horror. Blank and half-finished canvases mocked me as dried-out brushes caked with my blood lay discarded beside them. My computer sat layered with inches of dust, and scraps of paper balled up in fits of rage littered the floor. I sunk below the waterline. The liquid was my tears as I listened to the last slow thumps of my heart, knowing it would be the last noise my body would make. Next week, return to the attic for a story that takes place in San Diego, California, and tag along for a walk through a zoo like no other. This has been Dead Famous, part of the scenes from the attic series, which is made possible by our generous patrons. Become a patron today to get episodes early, plus all kinds of extras only our patron community receives. Go to patreon.com slash weareboozehound and sign up. You won't regret it. I guarantee it. Patreon.com slash weareboozehound. Scenes from the Attic is produced by Boozehound Entertainment, written and narrated by Kate Boyer and directed by Phil Boyer. Thank you for listening and thank you for your support.